It's the Daily Dispatch, in discussion with Darren Mann. So while the western half of the Eastern Cape is buckling under one of the most difficult and most lengthy droughts in memory, the eastern half of the province, the Chris Harney District Municipality, for example, the Kumani Queenstown area, is having to deal with flood damage. Recent floods have battered that part of the Eastern Cape. They've left homes damaged or destroyed, people dead, and infrastructure such as bridges and roads have been made impassable, and the province says it needs as much as 4.5 billion rand to fix it. To find out more about the problem, we're joined now by the spokesperson for the Chris Harney District Municipality, and that's Bulelwa Ganyaza. Bulelwa, thank you for joining us. Give us an idea of what's going on. Hi, good morning, Darren, and to your listeners. Um, we are faced with the worst of its kind. Starting from last week, Tuesday, as the district municipality, we started to experience heavy rain. Um, these rains affected a number of municipalities. In fact, when this started, it was with just one municipality, um, which is Inokumkijima. But as time went on, it continued to other parts of the district, and now it has spread to Dr. A. Bikuma, as well as Mzikayetu um, local municipality, including Emalatling, where there are houses that are severely damaged, some completely collapsed. So we hear stories about people actually dying, I'm guessing by drowning. What has the damage been there? How many people and families affected? Okay, in terms of um, people that drowned, we have two that were reported to have uh, to, to have uh, been missing um, in the Emalasin local municipality. They drowned in the Komango River. And of those two people, one was um, rescued, I think not rescued per se, one was retrieved a day later, which a second one retrieved the following day. So in the Emalasin local municipality, we had two uh, bodies that were recovered from the river. Then in um, Ikomani, we also recovered a body of a woman in Hemi what is, um, if we are properly accurate and, and uh, you know, looking at her age, but this body has not yet been identified. So we're talking currently about three deaths as a result of the flood. In terms of rands and cents, 4.5 billion rand is the number that's been bandied about. Most of that will be due to infrastructure and houses that have been destroyed, I would imagine. Yes, um, we're looking at road infrastructure across the district that has been severely affected in terms of the state of roads. Um, there are bridges that collapsed, uh, which are connecting a number of villages. As a result, this has affected severely um, some of the villages because we're talking now about um, kids school children that are unable to cross or proceed to the different, you know, areas of villages that are connected by these bridges. So the, the, the damage is massive, though we have not uh, fully uh, costed it as a district because we are still receiving reports from the local municipality um, indicating or outlining, you know, the, the extent of damage in their areas. So at this present moment, we can't talk in terms of figures to say this is how much we are anticipating from our side as a district municipality. But I must say, we truly welcome the intervention by the national government in terms of declaring the state of disaster because this will come in handy in terms of providing the necessary support and relief to the affected areas. So do I understand you've already got the approval and the authorization from national government, the disaster fund? 
Yes, that has been declared already, and they also issued a statement in this regard. I think it was issued yesterday. So on our side, we are still busy receiving, conducting assessments and receiving reports from the affected municipalities. But we expect the damage to be severe because we've seen a number of areas that are affected in terms of structures that have been, you know, that have collapsed totally, uh, from houses in different local municipalities to roads and bridges. So you're looking at a a, a huge um, financial injection that will assist in ensuring that these are brought back to life. Do you have figures in terms of how much rain has fallen and has the rain stopped yet? Yes, I can safely say that it has stopped. But though on, on, on Sunday night, we were also surprised by reports from our disaster management team that on Sunday night, the, the area of um, Takisizwe was also flooded as a result of heavy rains that fell during that evening. So at the current moment, uh, there are no rains uh, that we are having. It is clearing in, across the district. But what we are severely affected the most with or dealing with now is the reports that are coming to trick, uh, streaming in in terms of houses now that are collapsing following those uh, heavy rains. Bulelwa, in addition to assistance from national government, I understand a number of NGOs, uh, Gift of the Givers, for example, have rendered assistance as well? Let me do as well in terms of acknowledging the support um, thereon that we received from a number of NGOs from sector departments, including community members and individual um, households that were coming in in terms of, you know, giving support and relief to the to the families. Um, we remember we had to identify two facilities where we can house the families that had to be displaced as a result of the floods in the area. So we are having now two facilities in Gomani where we have uh, over 1,000 people that are housed in both of these facilities in total. You know that we also have about uh, more than 40 school-going children that are also part of those that are housed in those, in those facilities. Now, in terms of the support that we've received, um, gift of the givers immediately came on, came on board. They reached out. Red Cross, um, I can count, num- you know, a countless or a number of those. There's been a lot that we received, including the Muslim hands, uh, you know, um, as well. They were also part of the NGOs that came in to lend a helping hand to the situation. Yesterday, um, yesterday, I, I, I want as well to emphasize on this one, the taxi industry, uh, that is a Umedo uh, taxi association, also called the district to say they have a contribution, they want to support as well, and they brought in massive, you know, material that will be of assistance to the community. So we also have UNICEF, that was also on board. Quite a number. I, I am afraid I will not do justice in terms of enlisting <laughs> each and everyone that came through. But even the churches themselves, they continue to come and give the necessary support. So we are truly humbled and, and do commend, you know, the approach and the move by everyone within our borders and, and, and beyond to have, you know, uh, been touched by these incidents sure. that were faced with as a district. In addition to infrastructural damage, have you had any reports yet from the agricultural sector? Because I would imagine the rain has caused havoc for farming. We, we did remember we immediately after we, we, we the, the flood hit in our area, the district established a, 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 um, a joint operations committee, which I'm also one of the managers that is heading its you know its, its operations. So. 
a number of sector departments are on board. Um, they come in to give their updates constantly, hourly, just to give us reflections and updates in different parts of the district. So, yes, we did receive reports that livestock has been affected in the district, um, given that some were, you know, um, part, they kind of lost their livestock as a result of the flood. Now, it's early days and you're still busy assessing all the damage, but uh, do you have an idea of by when you can start work uh, on repairing the roads, the bridges, uh, the houses and the other infrastructure that's been damaged? Um, We would want to do this as soon as possible, given the resources that we are actually um, looking for and that we have already identified as part of the report that we're dealing with. But as the district, we are yet to submit our report to um, the province so that work can start uh, being implemented uh, in areas that is needed the most. But I can safely say, in terms of the Department of Human Settlements, um, they are actually busy on site, and there was a site that was identified for the uh, temporary structures where they can be erected so that we can bring relief to the facilities that is housing people um, at the the facilities that we identified, locally, Tembani, for instance. So um, we we are ready to start as as soon as funds have been allocated because, remember, as our budget, which is always shrinking the government, there was no you know particular allocation that was readily available to swiftly respond or attend to incidents like this. Final question for you, Bulelwa. Are you satisfied with uh, the way all the emergency services are responding uh, from the medical through to the NGOs and the local government all liaising nice and smoothly? Most definitely. Without um, their support, without their intervention, we would have not have made the breakthrough that we have recorded thus far as the district. On our own, this was going to be massive work. So we, we truly appreciate and commend, I must also emphasize that everyone who reached out in ensuring that we are not standing on our own as the district and the affected local municipalities. The spokesperson for the Chris Harney District Municipality, Bulelwa Ganyaza, we appreciate Appreciate you joining us today on the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann. Have a good day. Thank you so much. You too, Darren. Bye. That was the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann.